Good evening. Welcome to the PSI Monthly Teleseminar. My name is Kat, and I will be your host for this evening. And on behalf of PSI Seminars, welcome to the call. PSI has been offering personal growth seminars around the world for over 40 years. And each month on these calls, we explore tools and techniques from the PSI Basic course as a free resource for you in your ongoing personal growth and self-improvement. For those of you who are new to PSI Seminars and would like to find out more about the PSI Basic Seminar or any of our advanced courses, you can go to PSISeminars.com where you'll find more information about all of our seminars as well as the dates and locations for upcoming classes. That's PSISeminars.com. The topic for tonight's call is Embracing Risk. And first off, I would like to introduce your speaker for tonight. We have a very special guest with us this evening, Teresa Corbett. Teresa has been working with PSI Seminars for over 20 years. She trains trainers for the 90-Day Goal Achieving Program and is currently the Las Vegas Area Director. She is an amazing woman who I am honored to call my friend. Teresa, are you with us? Yes, I am, Kat. Thank you, and good evening, everyone. I'm so excited to be on this call tonight because I get the opportunity to discuss embracing risk. As Kat told you on my intro, I work with the 90-Day Goal Achieving Program, and risk is what that is all about. So let's start with this concept, this idea. Did you know that we were all born with everything we need to succeed in life? We were all born with core values that support us in having a fulfilled life. We were born to love life. We were born to trust ourselves, have integrity, take risk. I want you to think back to when you were a small child. Did you take risk? Of course you did. Some of you may even have scars to prove it. Think about a child learning to walk for the first time. Was it a risk for the child to take their first step? Did the child get encouragement to take risk? Yes. And before they knew it, they were walking. They were able to explore new, bigger, better territory. As some of you that are parents out there know about toddlers and walking. So now they know how to walk. So as the child gets support in walking, how about you translate that to who is supporting you now in your life? And what are they supporting you in? Are they supporting you in walking, i.e. growing your dreams, your goals? Or are they supporting you in staying stuck? Are they supporting you in staying comfortable? Are they supporting you in risking and growing and going after all the great things that you want in your life? Because, see, for some of us, we may have to evaluate along our path who is on our support team and what are they supporting us in. And then I want you to think back, what happened along the way that some of us no longer take risk? Because in the basic seminar, we teach you about your own limiting beliefs and how you came to believe those limiting beliefs about yourself. Because we all have them in our lot from our life's experience. And in the basic seminar, you'll discover your limiting beliefs 
and how you can begin to take action on a way that's supportive of who you were born to be and not in what limits you. Some limiting beliefs are, I'm not enough. I'm not smart enough. I'm not capable. I'm not lovable. I have a fear of failure. I have a fear of being out of control. I have a fear of success. I may look bad. Do any of these limiting beliefs sound familiar to you? Conversations that you have with yourself or even conversations you've had with other people out loud about yourself. So let's discuss taking risk when it comes to a goal that you desire. In the basic seminar, we set goals with the formula called the SMART technique, and it's S-M-A-R-T. So we ask each student to create a SMART goal, and each letter stands for a part in the goal-setting process. So we set S for specific. We want the goal to be specific. We want it measurable. M is measurable. We want it attainable, like it is something that you can do. And then R is for risk. Is it risky? Is that goal risky? And then the T is for timetable. And for the sake of a goal, we usually do 90 days. So I want you to think about all the goals that you have in your life, are you working with a SMART goal? Because all of those pieces and parts will support you in getting your goal. Being specific, measurable, attainable, risky, and a timeline. And if you have fear around that goal and you still are willing to take some risk, you can start with small steps toward the goal. And then after taking each small step daily, you will look back and in 30, 60, 90 days from now, look at how big of a step you've taken toward your goal. And the key to accomplishing your goal is to take action daily. And that, more times than not, is going to require you to take some risk. And along with risk comes fear. And I want everyone on this call to know that fear is natural. And in our advanced classes, you get to experience fear. Like we actually work with this concept of fear, having fear and doing it anyway. We teach you to embrace the fear so that fear no longer stops you. In the advanced classes, we use fear as an ally. It's like when you get that feeling of fear coming up and you really and truly want to pull back away from your goal, that's when you take a risk and you move into your fear to get to the other side of it, to go after your goal. And I am sure that everybody on this call has examples of when you have had fear come up and you've done it anyhow and you've taken that risk. For some of you, it might have been something like picking up the phone and making an uncomfortable phone call. And for other more adventurous risk takers, it might be the first time you ever jumped out of an airplane. However, it all involves risk. And we've all risked at different points in our life. However, have you ever thought about fear sometimes shows up as excuses? 
it's a it's the reason why we don't take that risk to go for our goal and we tell ourselves things like i'm too busy to do that right now i don't have all my ducks in a row i'm not really ready or we say things like i'm too young i'm too old well when fear comes up it's sometimes an excuse and by facing your fears, you have an opportunity to get outside of what's comfortable for you, and you get to take a risk. And once you take a risk, it opens you up to new challenges, new opportunities. And in the basic seminar, we talk about it's not about the risk that you take. It's about what else you can do as a result of risking. When you have a worthy goal, change is going to be present. When change is present because you really want something to change, because you really want to go after this goal, guess what else is always present automatically? Fear. So you have two choices. One is to get excited about it. You get excited about the opportunity, which is where growth comes into play. You have an opportunity to get uncomfortable. And by getting uncomfortable, you'll actually find solutions and expand yourself if you're willing to take that risk. You will embrace your fear, and that's when you're empowered. And then you are able to set new limits for yourself. And you might have conversations with yourself like, wow, if I could do this, then what else could I do? Risking forces you to get outside of your comfort zone, which is what we call growth. Or there's another part of this, which is called you can be in decay. That is where you are stuck, which I'm sure some people on this call, that's the very reason why you're listening to the call, is that you're stuck. Well, when you're stuck, you're in what we call decay. And that is where you either avoid or attack. Those are the two mechanisms that you use when you are in decay. And avoid means you do things like you'll get sick. You'll be sleeping all the time. You'll take drugs or alcohol. You'll waste time by surfing the net. Or when you're into attacking, which is you'll invalidate your goal or your dream and say it really doesn't matter. So believe it or not, we go from what we call the risking part and the decay part, the growth part, the stuck part, many, many times in the course of 24 hours in a day. So the idea is to remain on what we call the top, which is in growth and risking 51% of the time, and then you'll get your goal. See, some of us think that, that we have to be on our game, on our goal, on our dream 24-7 or it's not going to happen. Well, I have news for you. You have a goal, you have a dream, you really want it. And if you take a step toward it every day, you will get there. And in the basic seminar, you will learn that you are either growing or decaying. There's no stability. So if you're not moving towards your goal, you're moving away from your goal. So that means if you're not taking a step, taking a risk, facing your fears, then you're actually backing away from your goal. So what I'd like to ask each person on this call is where in your life are you growing? 
right now, where in your life can you honestly say you're growing? Where in your life are you stuck or in decay? Like, tell yourself the truth. This is really where I'm stuck. What areas in your personal life are you willing to take a risk? What areas in your professional life are you willing to take a risk? Like you're, you're willing to face the fear and you're willing to take a risk. Something that you might want to think about is how do you want to live your life? Do you want to live your life on a merry-go-round where everything is safe and predictable? Or do you want to live your life on a wild and crazy roller coaster ride? Because on the merry-go-round, there's really no risk involved. You know the speed will stay the same. You know the horses are going to go up and down. However, on the roller coaster, you're going to have lots of ups and downs, twists and turns. However, when the ride is over, you will have experienced risk. So what are some benefits of risking? Well, if you embrace risk, you open yourself up to new and different opportunities. When you embrace risk, you challenge your limiting beliefs. When you embrace risk, you build courage. You are empowered from the risk that you took. And then when you embrace risk, your life becomes bigger and full of energy and excitement. And you may actually become passionate about something you really want. And by embracing the risk, you ignite that spark in you that you can do it. Through the practice of risk, you can have breakthroughs and after breakthrough. Now, that doesn't mean that you won't have some breakdowns along the way. However, if you practice with risk, you're going to have breakthrough after breakthrough, and you're going to see what's possible for you in your life, and you will continue to grow and bust up all those limiting beliefs that have stopped you in the past. So you might be asking yourself, could I fail by risking? The answer is absolutely you could fail by risking. So I want you to think back to a child learning to walk analogy again. How many times did that child have to get up, fall down, get up, fall down, get up again? However, what's different sometimes between that child learning to walk and us and our goals and dreams as adults is the child is willing to risk failing. So are you willing to risk failure? Because in my mind, failure is just feedback about what does not work. It's not failure. It's only feedback so that I can do something different until I get the desired result. Now, by risking, I'm not advocating bet the bank. I'm suggesting that you trust your intuition as to whether this, as to whether this is a responsible risk for you to take. For example... If you want to start a new business, you may have to work your current source of income until your business is up and running. If you want a new career, will you be willing to risk putting yourself out there and submit a resume? It's not difficult to do. However, it's a risk. 
because you're risking failure. If you want to start dating, you will want to get out there and let the world know you're available. Like, hey, I'm single. Check me out. And that involves a risk. If you want to get physically fit, you may have to go to the gym and risk looking bad. All of those buff people look like they're not even breaking a sweat and you walk through the door and you're sweating. If you want change in any area of your life, it involves risk. I read this really great article by a gentleman named Paul Hudson about taking risk. And he suggests that there are 14 risks that you want to take in a lifetime. So I'm going to read them to you and put my little spin on the risk that he has written out because I really do want you to think about have you been living your life taking risk or how many of these 14 risks can you say, yep, I do that? Or how many of these 14 risks you are shocked and amazed that someone would ask you to do this? Because this is... I believe, a great article about the value of taking risk. So the first one that he suggests is take the road less traveled. So how many of you do not ever veer off the beaten path? So what would happen if you went someplace to see something new and discover something that maybe you've never seen before and no one else has ever seen before. And it could be something as simple as an approach to an old idea and a new way of doing something easier. So it's a new approach to an old idea, a new way of doing something easier that's already being done, the road less traveled. Now here's another big one, risk getting turned down. I think that if you don't ask for what you want, you'll never get it. So how many of you don't ask someone out on a date that you'd like to go out on a date? How many of you have passed up even finding out about a new different job because you're stuck in your current job? How many of you have never asked for funding for a project, asked for a raise or promotion? If you don't ask for what you want, you'll never get it. So you've got to risk being turned down. Here's another great one. Risk not getting the job. So I want you to think about this. What if your dream job becomes available and then you decide you're not qualified? Did you know that sometimes people get hired on their energy and excitement alone, not necessarily on their resume? So how many times have you not gone after what it is that you want? How about risk failing? Think about this. When you do not fail, you do what? You succeed. However, success requires risking failure. So risk failing. Because I believe that it's called Failing forward because of all the things that you learn from your failure. How about this one? Risk putting it all out on the line. In life, the longer you wait 
to have that conversation or to move forward on a goal or dream, the more difficult it is. How many of you have a goal or a dream and you've had that goal or a dream for years and every day, week, month, and year that goes by, it's more difficult? And also, the more you have to lose because you've thought about it so much versus if you just risk putting it all on the line, like I'm just going to go for it, whatever it is to you, okay? Risk missing out in order to achieve something greater. Now, I really thought this was interesting. And in his reference in the article, he was talking about missing out on going out with friends and going to a concert or a party to stay to stay in and get some rest. Well, I'd like to take it to a different level. What if you risked missing out on a party, hanging with your friends, and then you actually were working on your million-dollar idea every once in a while? Because you get excited about that. Because there is going to be another party. There is going to be another concert. However, that million-dollar idea is just waiting to come out of you. Waiting to come out of you. Now, here is a great one in relationship. Risk that person not saying, I love you too. So I want you to think about it. With your limiting beliefs, your programs, your habits, what are you waiting for? Because someone has to go first. Who's going to take the risk? And what's the worst that can happen? Is that you don't get an I love you too back? What's the best that can happen? Is that you know that you moved your relationship forward. Here's another great one. Risk making mistakes. Making mistakes is how we succeed in life. It's how we learn the most valuable life lessons. As much as we don't want to make mistakes, every time we make a mistake, we could have the attitude of embracing that mistake and saying, thank you, and what can I learn from this? Because we could move further along in our path in life. We could succeed quicker, sooner, faster if we made more mistakes. If we were willing to fall down, dust ourselves off, and get moving again. Fall down, dust ourselves off, and get moving again. Those are all possible. How about this one? Risk losing friendships. Because as we go through life, I know there's some quotes and some sayings out in the world. However, as we go through life, sometimes our friends move and shift. However, our true friends are the ones that support us in our goals and our dreams. And some friendships don't support us in our goals and dreams. In fact, sometimes they get in the way of our goals and dreams. So you might want to take a look at, are your friendships supporting you in what it is that you really want in your life? Here's another good one. Risk not being good enough. So is there always a chance that you're not going to be good enough? However, you'll never know until you put yourself out there and risk being good enough. I thought this was really great. There's always a chance that you're not going to be good enough. However, you will never know until you put yourself out there and risk being good enough. 
And then this one uh, has to do with like a product or a service. Risk launching too early. Put it out on the market now. Whether it's you and you have a great idea to start a business and you're looking for partners to partner up with, or whether it's you looking to do your own business that you're grounded in as a consultant versus working for someone else, being a business owner. So you you or your product, you've developed it. Well, think about this. Nothing was ever perfect the first go-around. If you remember back to the very first cell phone, because that's how I compare this, to the very first cell phone, man, think about how big they were. Think about how cool we thought they were. And now think about all the tools that a cell phone offers you and even the size of it this day. So maybe you're waiting for the perfect moment to break out and launch something break out, do something different. However, it's never too early. It's never too early. Because what's the worst that can happen is that you fail, you get up, dust yourself off, and get moving again. And then here's another great point. Risk putting yourself out there and being judged. Because what we talk about in our seminars is that the only person who can really reject you is you. However, so many times we're so worried about what other people think and say. And the truth is, is that most of the time their opinion doesn't even matter in most cases. Most of the time they're so worried about what's going on for them that they don't even notice. They don't even notice. And we make it about other people when really it's just about judging ourselves. We are the hardest people on ourselves. However, risk putting yourself out there and see what happens. Risk admitting that you don't know everything. Have you ever heard the expression, knowledge is power? And how many times have you been involved in some kind of conversation or you've overheard people talking and you're like, I know nothing about that. Well, what if you were to do something different and find out the answer by asking questions? And then before you know it, you have new knowledge and power. New knowledge and power. Because if we say knowledge is power, then you have an advantage because you were willing, willing to admit that you don't know what they're talking about. And then the last one is risk opening up and being vulnerable. Because... Really, being vulnerable, opening up to another human being is a sign of strength. It's a sign that you trust yourself. It's a, it's a sign that you will share yourself with another human being. Because being willing to open up and letting somebody get to know who you really are is a lot of strength in that, a lot of courage you really and truly have to believe that you are the greatest thing. And, of course, everyone wants to be in a relationship with you. So risk opening up and being vulnerable. Let us know who you are. So what are you willing to risk? Because I would suggest that you start embracing more risk in your life. 
one simple little risk that we challenge people to do in our 90-day teamwork program is to go out in a public place, jump up and down, and say three I'm excited. So as simple as that may seem to some people and as scary as it may seem to other people, it's a practice. So it's a practice in willing to risk. There's lots of things that you're willing to risk when you do that simple exercise. So three I'm excited could be a way to embrace risk. So Kat, got any questions for me? I sure do. We've got some good ones. Okay. Let's see how I do at answering them. Uh, it's going to be perfect. I love that list of uh, ways to risk. That was really yeah, good. Yeah, wasn't that awesome? Yeah, I, re- I really got a lot out of that. So we have a question here from TB who wants to know, what's the difference between taking a risk and being overly risky? Well, I believe that you have to trust your intuition, first of all. Like, overly risky, and I'm not exactly sure the context of the question, however, Overly risky, just the word overly means that there's some kind of concern around the risk. However, taking a risk, you wouldn't want to, let's say it differently, you wouldn't want to risk more than you're willing to pay the price for. Because in paying the price, you got to be willing to be open to whatever that price is. So if it's overly risky, like I'm going to bet the bank, bet my house payment on something, maybe that is a little too risky. However, taking a risk to go get something you want, that's completely different. Does that answer the question? I think so. We have another one here from FB saying, SOS. I need to move on, but I am stuck. How do I move on? Well, it's really simple, and it's not simple, which is you take a step every day. So when you're stuck, you must practice, practice, practice doing something every day to take action toward a goal or a dream. So if you have a goal, if you have a dream, if you have anything that you want more, bigger, better, you must take action. So... As simple as that sounds, it can be very difficult to do, however, one step at a time. If you're stuck and you've been stuck for a long time, you could be what we call stuck in the mud, and it's very difficult to get unstuck. However, keep moving, keep moving. And before you know it, you will have moved a mile, and you will be very impressed with yourself. Great. We've got another question here from DN says, I know what I want, and I focus on it constantly, but how do I eliminate limiting beliefs and get my dream? Well, I'm going to suggest that your limiting beliefs don't ever go away. What I'm going to suggest is, is that, like at the Life Success course, when your limiting beliefs come up, We have exercises designed for you to take massive action in a different direction. So maybe consider massive action in a different direction. Make sense? Okay. I have another question from RR. So sometimes I don't feel like applying for a significant job. Is it fear or laziness? Oh, I think if you don't feel like applying for a significant job, that that is definitely fear. 
and then laziness is your excuse. However, like I talked about earlier in my lecture, I think they're tied together. So I think that that there is fear running you versus what's the worst that can happen is I don't get the job. What's the best that can happen is I get the job and I might actually be happy. See, some of us are committed to being right versus happy. So you have to take a look at are you willing, are you willing to do something because what's the worst that can happen? Great. I have another one here from TP to know how to feel more confident about your talent when you don't know where to start. How do you feel more confident about your talent? Yes. Okay. So if you want to feel confident about your talent, I suggest that you work with a concept that we work with in the basic seminar and all of our advanced classes, which is I am statements. Because if you practice with some I am's, like I am talented, and you create a list of 10 I am's and you say those 10 I am's every day, then you are going to get more and more confident in your talent. The other thing is, is you could ask for feedback about your talent. And then through the feedback, there's going to be fear that someone might say something. Well, you can take it as an opportunity to change something to get better at something or you could take it personally it's just it's just feedback and feedback supports us in being bigger and better so two ways i am's and getting some feedback from someone you trust yeah all right i've got a question here from ah says i am ready to make some life-changing decision but i keep worrying about the risks can you advise So life is changing constantly, and you're either on the bandwagon with the life change or you're behind. So if you say that you want to make some changes, then you have to just put one step in front of the other and get moving. You have to do something. You have to constantly, constantly, constantly remind yourself that the risk is worth taking because holding on to the past doesn't serve us because the past is the past. It's over. It's gone. Everybody else is moving forward. What are you doing? So are you willing to take that first step? Okay, we've got DA here wants to know how to motivate myself to achieve difficult goals. Well, it starts with a burning desire. I talked about igniting passion. However, you want to take a look at, is your goal worthy of you? And if your goal is worthy of you and you have some energy, some excitement, some emotions, some passion behind it, then you'll get moving. If your goal is a, I should do this, then that's why you're not moving forward. So you might want to evaluate what is your goal and is your goal worthy of who you are. Next question. Next question. So Casey says, I'm stuck in comfortable. I have an idea for growth. Now I need that push to make it happen. Well, that would be a support system. Because if you have an idea for growth, share it. Share it with other people. And then get support and people who want to grow along with you. And what's the worst that can happen? 
again, you take a risk. It doesn't work out. However, what's the best that can happen? You take a risk and it does work out. So get support in other people who are willing to take a risk that want something new and different in their life. Definitely. Uh, MW wants to know, how can I find peace and happiness in life? Well, how can you find peace and happiness in life? Now, that's a big, big question. So I would say that uh, peace starts with peace of mind. Are your thoughts, feelings, and actions in alignment? Because I've found throughout life that if my thoughts, my feelings, and actions are in alignment, that I'm all good. If anyone or any of those parts is not in alignment, that's when unhappiness comes around. So I would take a look at my thoughts, feelings, and actions and then see how they line up. Make sense? Mm-hmm. ML says, I seem to be stuck, losing my trust and patience in direction, which direction to go, and how do I move forward in my new career? Well, a new career you would want to get excited about it because if you already currently have a new career, get excited about it. If you want a new career, keep doing something until you find all the pieces and parts that click together and you know you're on the right path. Some people do one thing and then they stop versus doing all kinds of different things, like there's millions of solutions out in the world. What's the one solution that works for me? So if you're in looking for a new career or you actually have a new career, then keep testing the waters, testing the boundaries. Keep taking a risk. Keep growing. Keep being about solutions. Keep thinking positive. Anything else? Yes. HP says, how do I get out of my head? Well, you know what? There's a saying that says the longest 10 inches is from your head to your heart. So when you allow yourself to feel and get into your heart, you will find that that is a practice. And by getting into your heart involves you connecting with your feelings. When you're in your head, chances are you have lots of things around what you should do or shouldn't do. Versus when you're in your heart, you allow yourself to feel and experience the world around you. Not what you should be doing in the world, experiencing you in the world. And I believe that that's the easiest way to move from your head to your heart is allow yourself to feel. It's a risk. However, allow yourself to feel. Well, that ties perfectly into this next question. EM asks, How can one be open to vulnerability? Well, I think that that's a a decision. I decide to open up. I decide to show my authentic self. I decide to take on one of those risks, which is I'm going to risk opening up and letting you see who I really am because that's where my strength comes from. And sometimes people think that if they open up, it's weakness. And I'm going to suggest, and in the seminars that we work with, that it really is strength and not weakness. Opening up 
and sharing allows other people to do that. You actually are leading and you're giving other people permission to do the same. Great. JK says, I know I am worth it. I know my company is awesome and I won't take the first step. What am I afraid of? Well, who knows what fear is running you at any particular moment because you could have a fear of I'm not capable. You could have a fear of success like, oh, my goodness, what if I'm successful? Then what are people's expectation of me going to be then? It could be a fear of failure. However, I'm going to suggest that there's a ton of things that might be going on at any one moment in your mind. However, you just have to keep building what I call your I am's about you and your company. So these are positive thoughts, positive triggers that keep you moving forward. Because all of those limiting beliefs, all that self-talk is always going to be present. However, you want to move it to the back burner as soon as it pops its ugly head. And then move it to the back burner and move on, and then it'll pop up again and move on. And it usually pops up when fear and doubt are around. So what can you do to set yourself up to keep moving forward? Because fear is going to always be present. However, you could use it as an ally. Like when you feel that fear, it's time for you to have a breakthrough and move to the next level, move to the next level, move to the next level. Because Fear can stop you or fear can compel you forward, propel you forward. So what do you want? You want to move forward or you want to be held back? So if you have a great product and service, you want to move forward. Okay, BG asks, how do you weigh the risks against the possible results? Well, I think that risk and results. So your results are your results not good or bad, they're just right there in front of you. Now, was the result worth the risk? Only you know that. However, you won't know it until you take the risk. Now, sometimes, though, you know that you know. Your intuition is screaming, don't do this, don't do this, don't do this. And the times that you did it anyhow, you paid the price. So are you willing to pay the price? Because results are often harsh, always fair. Uh, W.S. wants to know, what tools can you use to push yourself to take more risks? I think that, that you practice, that you practice daily. See, some people take a risk and then back off for 30 days and say, whew, I took that risk 30 days ago. Now what do you want from me? Versus keep moving every single day. So the three I'm excited is a tool. Uh, getting support, asking, getting a coach, getting a mentor, having an action plan, taking a step toward your action plan every day, following the SMART system goal, specific, measurable, attainable, risky, keeping a timeline tight for yourself. All those are options. Okay, JM wants to know, how do I let go in order to take a risk? you make a decision to do something different. This one moment in time, I'm going to let go and do something different. So let's compare it to, um, to skydiving. 
in skydiving, you're out of control the very first time you go up because the instructor you're attached to, you're out of control. They could roll out the plane and you're going with them. So if you want to be out of control and just let go for one moment in time just to see what it feels like. Because what's available on the other side, especially in the example of skydiving, is is this whole new space, this whole new what it feels like falling when the chute pulls, the excitement, the energy, the adrenaline, and then you safely touch ground. However, if you never allowed yourself to go up into the plane, let go of control, then you would never have that experience. So you have to make a decision to let go for one moment in time. Okay, I have a question here from RT. How do I know when I'm following my heart intuition? How do I know when I'm following my heart intuition? Yes, how do I know when, uh, you know, my intuition speaks? So you're talking about, uh, you know, trusting your intuition when something is risk or risky. Mm -hmm. So how does one know if they're following their their heart or their intuition? Well, I think that that, um, you have a certain kind of feeling. I think that it's, it's definitely intuitive and the difference that we talked about earlier about being in your head and being in your heart in those feelings that you have that's when you know that you know that you're following your intuition versus your should do list because sometimes our should do list doesn't get us the goals and dreams we want sometimes we have to risk doing something different okay eb asks uh, how do you create a new vision when the only thing you know is that the job or partnership isn't for you? Well, you have to get out and explore, question and discover. We talk about that in the basic seminar. Go out and explore, question and discover what's available in the world. Because sometimes we we have what's called a one-track mind, or what I call a one-track mind, where we just see this, do this, and we are this, versus Get out there and explore, question, and discover. You know, hang around with young people. Young people are always questioning, exploring, and discovering. They are always looking for new, bigger, better, different. So if you're you're stuck, those are some ideas. Okay. Uh, NS asks, how can I be better with my commitments with myself? You could honor yourself. That's the first thing that comes to my mind, is that I want to be known for a person of my word. So what is my word worth to me, and what is my word worth to others? So when you start honoring your own commitments, then you are able to say no when it's appropriate because sometimes we don't honor our own commitments because we make other people's more important. So sometimes honoring your own commitments is the simple no, that doesn't work for me. Uh, We have a question from EL. Asks, how do you get to the point where fear becomes excitement? 
Are there exercises to do that that will help? Oh, absolutely. There is so many exercises that address fear. There's the physical exercises, which we do at the Life Success Course, where you can actually use fear as an ally. There is exercises in your thinking process that you can do to uh, take on fear as an ally. There are thousands and thousands of exercises to address fear. And it could be something as simple as when I talked to my lecture, three, I'm excited in a public place. All the fear that, that you go through in order to do that. It could be at the life success course, climbing that wiggly telephone pole. It could be um, uh, doing other activities there that we do in the men's and women's leadership classes. So the more you get into this advanced work, the more exercises that you'll be exposed to that gives you an opportunity to address your fear. Great. Uh, so last question here. SB asks, should I be cautious or should I go for the whole hog? I would say that it's back to never risk more than you're willing to pay the price for. Because some of us are way, 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 way too cautious. And others of us are on the other end of the spectrum. So maybe inch out a little from being cautious and inch out a little bit, little bit, little bit. And for those people that are way over on the other edge, bring it back in a little and settle somewhere in the middle just to see what the middle feels like and if that is the right place for you. Because being cautious, you miss out on lots and lots and lots of opportunities. However, being too risky, being too out there, you could pay a bigger price than you really were willing to pay. And sometimes other people suffer from those prices. So you might want to take it one step at a time and keep inching yourself out there and away from being cautious. Great. Well, that was all the time we had for questions. Uh, Teresa, if you have uh, some points that you want to leave us with and uh, want to wrap up the call, that would be great. Well, thank you, Kat, for having me on the call. And I'd like to end the call with a few points. So one of the points is is that risk failing fast and off and often. Because, see, if you're risking failing and you do it fast and often, that's where you're going to have the most growth. So when you have the most growth and the most learning, then that means that you'll succeed quicker, sooner, faster. So risk failing fast and, and often. The second thing is attitude really is everything. What is your attitude around risking? What is your attitude about failing? What is your attitude about getting outside of your comfort zone? Your attitude is everything. And if your attitude is not working, switch your attitude so that you can grow, that you see it as an opportunity. Because attitude is everything. In the Pace Setter Leadership Dynamics game, we have two sayings. One is accept your greatness. Two is suffering is optional. So your attitude is everything. Do you want to suffer through life or do you want to accept your greatness? And then another point is you're either growing or decaying. There is no stability. 
So if you really do want to grow, it's going to require you to have some failures. It's going to require you to learn from them, and you're going to be taking risk. Or you can stay stuck and in decay on that merry-go-round doing the same thing the same way. And then the last is um, the Chuck Yeager story. Remember that Chuck Yeager was the first person to break the sound barrier. So when all the planes before him started to shake and most of them pulled back on the throttle, they crashed and burned. And what he did was he took a risk and pushed the throttle forward, and guess what? He broke the sound barrier because he was in a new place. So I would encourage everybody on this call to take a risk that will propel you forward versus pull back when it gets scary. Because, see, my belief is the biggest risk that you take in life is not taking any risk at all. You limit you. You don't know what is possible until you really take yourself on. And when you do things outside of your comfort zone, you'll see what changes in your life as a result of you challenging you. I believe that each and every one of us are limitless, that we can have anything we want. You have to be willing to do something different, though, to get a different result. So I encourage each person on this call to practice risking. It's, it's a valuable key to a winning life, risking valuable key to a winning life. Thank you. Oh, that's a great call, Teresa. Thank you so much for, for being on the call and sharing your words of wisdom with us tonight. And thank you to everyone listening in. Uh, we hope that you enjoyed the call and have some new tools to move you forward in the pursuit of your dreams and goals. You definitely don't want to miss next month's call. It's scheduled for Tuesday, October 14th, and the topic is action. We'll be talking about tools for you to take massive action in your life. You can register now at psiteleseminars.com and remember to ask your questions when you register. Again, that's psiteleseminars.com. As many of you know, we post live updates during the call on our Facebook page and we love having your input. Go to facebook.com forward slash psiseminars and share your thoughts. What did you get out of the call and how are you going to implement this in your life? Again, for those of you who are new to PSI Seminars and would like to find out more about the PSI Basic Seminar or any of our advanced courses, you can go to psiseminars.com where you'll find information about all of our courses as well as the dates and locations for upcoming classes. That's psiseminars.com. Thank you again, everyone, for being on the call tonight. We appreciate you taking the time out to listen in. Have a great night.